1: Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is internet marketing. Before we start today, a bit of shameless self-promotion. Site Visibility has recently published the Ultimate Content Promotion Guide. It's their most comprehensive guide to date, and in it they break down all the content promotional tactics, tricks, and tools you'll ever need to help you achieve content marketing success. You can download the guide plus a handy printable content promotion checklist for free by going to bit.ly slash ultimate dash content. I won't do the joke about hyphen means dash because I think you've heard that too many times. Ultimate dash or hyphen content. Now today I'm joined by Patrick McKenna, founder and CEO at Strike Social. Patrick, how are you? I'm very good. Thanks, Andy. Well, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Where are you geographically located?
0: I'm I'm physically in Reno right now. Reno, Nevada. Uh our corporate headquarters in in the US is in Chicago.
1: Okay. That's good. So you so you're not freezing cold then. I know Chicago is very cold at the moment. I I missed the polar vortex oh, for a week, for a weekend ski trip. So <laughs> I I'm, I got out of there somehow. And I'm I'm glad you did. Now, I want to talk about um a little bit about Strike Social cuz I tell you what, start off by telling us uh and I'll get to tell us about you in a minute, but tell us a little bit about um Strike Social what you do.
0: Yeah. So we're we're a platform company. We created uh, machine learning. I think that's what a lot of people are interested in mm. to help companies optimize their social media campaigns. Um, the one that the flagship product of ours and the one the platform we've been working in the longest is is YouTube. Um, so those TrueView uh, skippable ads that you see or you know the, the bumper ads that you see on on YouTube and the non-skippable. Mm. So so that 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 platform will engage uh, DV360 and help you plan using artificial intelligence and help you optimize using machine learning and artificial intelligence. And then of course reporting is just sort of a visualization piece of it.
1: Now you, your company grew really fast, didn't it? Because you started it in 2013. We did, and it was was it ranked at number 17 of the fastest growing private companies in the U.S. Fastest
0: growing, yeah, according to Inc. Magazine in 2017, we were the 17th fastest growing company. In in you know I don't know the U.S. for sure, but uh, probably pretty high up there in the world
1: at the time. And is it possible for you to tell us in three minutes <laughs> how you were able to grow the company as fast as you did?
0: You know, I think we just hit the market at, at the right time. Um, you know, transparency was was always sort of a uh, an, an issue, but it wasn't an issue that was really brought you know to the to the front of the market until after we had started. Uh, I think it helped that we were on the front end of that, that trend. And and what I mean by that is the competitors the that were well-funded in the market ahead of us, and some of these competitors raised $60 million, another one raised uh, almost $30 million, mm. and we bootstrapped. And so, you know, every time we'd see these guys pull down these big raises, we'd sort of beat our heads on the on the table and and wonder how we were going to compete. But um, we 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 went to the market with this transparent, you know, uh, pricing model. And the idea was that. If I can't, you know, allow you to see what it is that we're doing in your AdWords account or DB three hundred and sixty account, which is, you know, what was DBM for Google, mm. then then I don't have a business, right? If I can't be transparent about what I'm doing, then then you could theoretically just do it yourself, and so and that that really changed the game for us. And it and it really sort of helped us to expand with with just client growth. Yeah. Um, so that was the big that was the big key for us. And then the transparent piece hit the market really hard in say twenty fifteen, and we were just kind of already sitting there.
1: And I'm just wondering with the the machine learning bit, was that something that was uh, in your business from day one, or did that sort of evolve over time? <laughs>
0: yeah no, we were a managed service company. Uh, so we have locations in Chicago, we have one in Poland and one in Manila. and we sort of had this follow the sun approach with with labor and and the way that we would break out our campaigns was this you know really sophisticated multivariant testing strategy that you know a, a buyer, a normal buyer would have a hard time. Managing if they didn't have the support of a 24 by 7 team. Mm. And so we built initially just software to help those teams sort of keep track of where they were, keep track of pacing. Um, it helped everybody stay on the same page. So if somebody made a change on a campaign in Poland in the morning and in in the US you would be able to see it in our visualization let's call it platform. Yeah. Um so you didn't have to dig through AdWords to go find that. So that that was that was really helpful and and that's why we weren't afraid to be transparent. Um it was it was a lot of labor. Um and then as we you know gathered more and more data you can't really create machine learning or, or really use data science in, in a, in a, in any sort of successful way without having tons of data. So Mm. we didn't get started on the machine learning piece until about mid, mid 2015. And it took us, well, I mean, we're still working on it, but it took us until all the way till about the mid twenty seventeen to launch this thing. Yeah, in the market. Yeah, it's t- it's very challenging.
1: You mentioned their uh, multivariate testing, uh, and now you wrote a blog post, didn't you? I think it was how, how artificial intelligence is changing the game for digital advertisers, and you mentioned uh, multivariate testing in that. Just just briefly, uh, tell us how AI or machine learning. I always think those are interchangeable. Perhaps I'm wrong. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, how how machine learning can help with multivariate testing?
0: Yeah. So so on the on the multivariate testing side, it's really important in in going back to the data uh, to win in in the especially in the Google auction. You you have to break things out in a very granular way, and what that means is you've got more campaigns to run under a single request, right? So yes. let's, let's just say I have a $100,000 budget and I'm trying to hit males and females 18 to 54 years old. And, and then I've got my interests, my topics, my affinities, my keywords. And, and then you have other things like mobile desktop, d- top tablets. Well, what ends up happening if you're multivariant testing is you you want to take every single age group, uh, males, females, and unknowns, in mobile, tablet, desktop, and the strategy, interest, keyword, topic, you got to break every single one of those out. Otherwise, the data that you get back out of that platform isn't going to tell you where you are achieving the best results with your strategies. So you have to start there, and then you can take that data in if it's clean. And the reason I say clean is all of that stuff needs to be properly named so that you can start building artificial intelligence and machine learning to achieve what you're trying to achieve. So what we do is we we took all the plans we ever built for all the global campaigns that we ever ran, and we built – artificial intelligence and machine learning around those. Hmm. And then we built all of these strategies that would come out of that plan. And we put those into DV360. And then we call DV360 every two hours and we go, okay, how are we doing, Google? And that uh, that data that comes back, we're going to go in and we're going to change and learn how this product is Is playing out to these different age groups and demographics and interests and all the different types of targeting. And we're going to put another request back in and say, okay, we like some of this stuff. We don't like other stuff. And we want to try these things, too. So that's really how you do it. And that and that's how you do it at scale. So to give you an idea uh, from a managed service perspective, maybe we could manage, you know, 40 to 100 lines uh, on a campaign and we would do that you know, on all of them. Now we can manage like 6,000 on a single campaign. Yeah. Yeah, So it's just, you know, humanly impossible to do. And, and each time the machine, you know, puts those strategies and calls and looks, it learns and it teaches itself, Hey, this isn't going to work with this brand and we need to stay, stay in here for this brand. to hit their targets.
1: That's pretty impressive. It's a bit like, um, a bulldozer versus a team of guy with spades.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and you hit it right on the head. It's, it's a computer, mm. right? And so you got a human putting inputs into a computer, and now we have a computer talking to a computer. I, I like to – the analogy I like to use is I have Alexa and I have Google Home, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not very good at talking to either one of them, and they're both <laughs> different. they're both very different yeah so you'd think you'd learn off of one and be able to do the other one and now you start to think about that in terms of social platforms every single one of these platforms is different and you got to learn how to talk to them so that you can win in the auction and that's what it's all
1: about yeah i find alexa can be quite stroppy at times actually St- st- now you're gonna have to help me with strappy oh stroppy the shoppy it's an english term meaning that she can get a bit annoyed and aggy oh sorry aggy is another english term meaning sort of annoyed
0: thank you I, I i love the english um i yes i you know what to be honest with you i ask her what time it is that's about it
1: does she retort <laughs> with uh, this isn't about me it's about you or something She she's done that to me a few times Right. Now you mentioned DV three hundred and sixty. There, just remind us what that is.
0: Yeah, DV three. So Google changes the names of their products uh, quite a bit. Um, they bought a company called Double Click Bid Manager. Mm. Oh gosh, I think I think maybe back in in two thousand six. It could be two thousand ten. Don't don't quote me on that. But they just recently changed the name to DV three hundred and sixty. And I think that the reason they did that is because they have some interesting 360 view modeling in there that will allow you to understand multi-touch, multi-touch attribution better. So multi-touch attribution is uh, I served a YouTube video ad, but this person watched it. I ran a display campaign in D V three sixty and they saw it there. And then uh I, I ran a search campaign and they clicked through and bought my product. And so you you wanna be able to give credit to that entire marketing strategy. And I think that's what drove the name from DBM, double click bid manager, to D V three sixty. It just sounds like you get a bigger view. So
1: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Wow! Nice! Yeah.
0: What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on bomba socks, underwear, and t-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah.
1: Right, Patrick, um, I'd like to uh, get out our crystal ball and and ask you what trends do you see coming in the next couple of years across the major social platforms? Uh, Specifically, I'm kind of interested where machine learning, what what you think machine learning is going to yield in the coming years.
0: Well, I mean, I, th- I, and I talk to everyone about this. Um, m- machine learning and artificial intelligence is is already being embedded in in our in our daily lives. And and you know, uh, I I don't know how much people recognize that yet. I don't know if you've noticed, but on 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 Gmail, Google Google Mail, yeah. like they're starting to write your entire sentence.
1: I have noticed. You. Yes, I have. Yeah, that
0: that, and I love that. It's beautiful. That's artificial intelligence, and machine learning. So it it it's happening right before our very eyes. And you, and you, and it may sound like, oh, gee, this is some sort of futuristic thing. It's not. It's here and it's happening. And so the crystal ball part of this is our lives are going to get more efficient. Mm. And and we saw this with. You know, what we were doing, my big goal as a company was to remove repetitive tasks. And there's a lot of repetitive tasks in advertising. You've got to ask the machine all these questions. You've got to set the campaigns up in the budgets and then you've got to watch them. Well, I can have a machine do that. Yeah. And you could literally, my idea was to have a media buyer running multi-million dollar campaigns from their phone. Like yeah. that... That's going to happen and, and it is happening. And so, you know, if there, if there's a crystal ball in that part of, of the advertising space, I would say that now, what effect does that have in, in terms of how the agencies are currently set up today? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of human resources in, in the agencies, right? There, there, there's a lot of human resources at my company and any company, you know, your, your human resource expense is 85 to 95% of your costs. Yeah. And, and so you, it's not about a limit. our company hasn't contracted in terms of the number of people from building this thing because we're busier, right? And there are other things to do and we're growing. So, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to get rid of bodies. I'm trying to get rid of repetitive tasks and make things go better for, for, for everybody in the company and for
1: our customers. Yeah. I have actually read uh, that uh, regarding AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning, some people are of the school of thought that rather than taking jobs, it will actually open up more jobs because the computer will do the donkey repetitive non-human work and that you'll effectively you might then employ more people to actually analyze the data and do the human bit simply because you now can i mean do you do you agree with that
0: yeah i mean think about you know i, I you know we we constantly have our heads up over here about you know you know the next thing right like we're constantly looking and and you you start to think about, you know, getting into to other businesses and then you start to go, geez, I'm going to need an app and it's going to need to do these the, the same things that say Uber does or or whatever. And you think about all that code that's already been written so many times, not by Uber necessarily, mm. but by all the other companies that have tried to compete with Uber. It all exists. We're just we're just literally like recycling great work without having the ability to, to go and just grab it and plug these things together like Legos. And that's where this is going to go, right? You, you, when they talk about machines writing its own code, mm. all that's going to do is it's going to make us all way more efficient and we're going to be able to accomplish things in business that don't require hundreds of millions of dollars to get done in you know, three years of development right Mm. so i i love it i'm 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 obviously and we've embraced it and and we're gonna keep going there's so much more to do and and like i said it is you know the genie's out of the bottle it's happening
1: yeah so going forward uh what are some tips that you can tell people that will perhaps help them be more successful within their advertising given what we've just been discussing
0: yeah, I, mean, I think that, you know, back to keeping your head up, you know, there's a lot of really great um, players and, and platforms and technologies out there that will help you be more efficient for your customer. If you're if you're a brand, I, I wouldn't be afraid to to try to bring parts of media that are easy to do in ter- in house. You know, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be afraid of that. And if you are doing it, the one common mistake I see people do uh, most is on Facebook. What they'll do is they'll sit in their lookalike models way too much. They rely too much on that Facebook algorithm, and it's very good. But what happens is you have to be adding net new in new audiences and testing those audiences to grow your lookalike base. Because once you start spinning through all of your lookalikes, your CACs are going to go up, meaning your ROI is going to decrease and your cost of advertising is going to go up. And so what happens is, is people go, geez, this is really good. I'm getting my customers for you know, X number of dollars and I'm, I, you know, I'm making a, a nice 50% profit here, or whatever it is. And they start to increase their spend and all of a sudden their margin drops by 25% mm-hmm. and they get scared and they come back. And I guess what I'm saying is you can add new audiences to Facebook to try to get that trend line to keep from looking like a bell and and keep it, you know, up and up and to the right. So, you know that's the that's the biggest one I see. Um the the other one is, you know, you got to be looking at that 360 view back to what what Google's trying to trying to say with that DV360 account. Yeah. You got you got to you I see a lot of people really heavying up in Facebook and getting away from search and YouTube and some of these other things. And if you're measuring things right, you you need to have a multi-channel approach. You can't just rely on one platform. You'll live and die on that platform sooner or later. Yeah. So those are the big ones that I that
1: I think are I, what do, what do you think, Andy? Well, I don't know. I have many thoughts on these things. Most of my thinking is done by my guests because I'm simply not clever enough to, to come up with my own no, individual. No, I I'm very interested in AI and I it's interesting what you were saying about I'm trying to find a word that sums it up, diversifying. Um and 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 keeping the the various audiences sort of f- f- flowing. Um but yeah, I think I think most of my interest is in that, because I'm a I'm a coder, I'm a software developer. And um I the reason I do software development is because I love building things that do stuff while you're asleep. Yeah, and that's that's where I get my kick. So it, it was it kind of goes in with what you were saying about, you know automating the boring bits and um leaving the humans to do the bits that only humans can do right so i i completely you know i probably think this is going to sound boring for our listeners but i sound like switzerland i you know i i very much concur with what you just said basically (laughs) okay okay well that's good well thanks so much for coming on how can how can our listeners find out more about you and strike social
0: yeah, we're strikesocial.com and people can reach me on LinkedIn. I'm Patrick McKenna there, Patrick McKenna on Twitter. Um, yeah, just connect with me. And we, we have a really nice automated bot called, uh, it's a drift bot and you can just write whatever you want in there. And we'll, we have someone just sitting there taking in, you know, your requests. So easy peasy. So, so it's
1: a human, it's not Alexa.
0: It's a human, but there's artificial intelligence in there, in there too. So it's nice.
1: <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, just for our listeners, so it's Patrick uh, McKenna, M C K E N N A. Uh, in case anyone's a bit dyslexic like me and doesn't know how to spell. So thanks for listening, everyone. The show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash impodcast. Uh, If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review, because we like reviews, because it helps us to get out to more people. Um, Questions and suggestions, email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility, if I can get that out. Uh, We have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. That's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Patrick. Thank you. Goodbye, Andy. Thanks for coming on, Patrick. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.